0: Hey everyone, welcome to Neighbor Science, the only podcast about political economy and anime. Mm-hmm. We're back! Back. I'm Ryan Salisbury. I'm Chris Nivens. Yep, Chris Nivens. That's yep. the other guy. We survived. Not me, I'm we not, I'm not Chris. Sometimes I am. Sometimes we switch, yep. just to see if you guys get fooled. That's collectivism. Yeah. Um, so that sometimes, works. like, in the middle of the episode, you won't even notice it. I'll just start talking like Chris, and then Chris will start talking like me. Yeah, perfect in person. And uh, so far, nobody's caught us. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. No. Um so yeah, we've been gone a while, been uh busy with the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh we or had some inclement weather.
1: Yeah, that was a bit of a the an one asshole. the one day a week that we could do
0: the podcast, there was literally snowstorm. storm. It was
1: the only day we both had off and <laughs>
0: And it was also the only day where the snow actually affected anything. <laughs> yeah. I guess
1: yeah, you had snow and we had um like snow that turned into like freezing rain, which oh, okay. is literally my least favorite. Wintry mix. Weather. Yeah. yeah. That's Wintry mix. <laughs> Make it sound like a commodity, actually. Wintry. Wintry mix. <laughs> Makes $5 dollars a pound. Like, Oh, it's very wintry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Makes it seem like it <laughs>
0: smells <laughs> like spearmint. <laughs> like, oh, how nice. You actually, know, it smells it's, like dirt. It's, yeah, kind of like gasoline and shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, today we have uh, kind of a fun episode for you. Oh, man, yeah, you know what? casual. You know what we didn't do? We didn't get the food. Uh, we should have. Didn't think of that. Well, well. Okay. Well, today's episode is about Chipotle. Yeah. And, I'll, you know, we were like, oh, maybe we should get some Chipotle. Oh, it' would be fun <laughs> There's one. delicious. Here house. Right. Right. Doxed. Damn. Damn. <laughs> now you know Chris does near a Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> that narrows it down to uh, 2,250 <laughs> yeah, locations. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, something that friend of the show, Reed, suggested. We did an episode with Reed on uh, One Piece and uh, anarchist businesses, mm. how there should be more anarchist MBAs. So uh, check that episode out. That was uh, one of the more popular ones. I thought it was very mm-hmm. good. Us anarchists, we love infiltrating shit. We love doing business. <laughs> we love business. I We're... love being a CEO. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. Today's episode is on Chipotle. So uh, yeah. So we did we did some research and we've decided it was good. Thanks for listening.
1: Yep. Chipotle good. Guy. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs> okay. Um, so.
0: Uh, Chipotle uh, was started in 1993 in Denver, Colorado. Yes, really? Denver, yep. Colorado. Good old Denver. By former sous chef Steve Ells. Yep, for real. And he looks like Cillian Murphy if his life force were drained by an evil spirit. <laughs> Go look <laughs> him <sounds> up. That awful. <laughs> uh, using money that Steve got from his pharmaceutical executive dad. Um, so... Uh,
1: what a, what a rare occurrence. Yeah, Grubstakers
0: <laughs> kind of took over the uh the billionaire like covering oh, yeah. billionaires racket, mm. which they're a newest episode about Joe Lowe. Which outstanding.
1: I, I actually, Joe Lowe is
0: like this Malaysian guy who uh convinced the Malaysian government to create a sovereign wealth fund, like the thing oh, that Matt Bruning wants okay, to create. That guy. And then he oh, raided right. like five billion dollars from it. Of course he fucking so he did. Could, he could be friends with Paris Hilton. <laughs> and they were like the <laughs> at the fuck? very beginning of the episode, they're like We've been wondering for a while, you know, is there a good billionaire? And so far, the answer is no. But we have determined that there is a perfect billionaire, and it's Joe Lowe. (laughs) I
1: mean, oh my god. So we'll just get
0: it out of the way. We won't bury the lead. Uh, Yeah, Steve L sucks. Uh, He got money from his daddy to start his business. Yep. Um, And his dad also picked his board of directors and made his
1: business plan. (laughs) So... So it's like... He didn't really do anything. I, yeah, and I, I <laughs>
0: almost wonder if if it was actually his dad doing it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe his dad's like really into it. Like it's like when he when a dad's son suddenly says like Dad, I think I want to play football." And his dad's like, "Oh shit! Yeah, I've been waiting for." <laughs> but I also kind of think maybe like he just got one of his assistants to do it. Like yeah, like oh yeah, uh, Thomas here. He's a he's an MBA and right. uh, in the. Uh, you know, the marketing department, uh, he'll help you out opening a restaurant. <laughs> isn't that right, Tom? Right. Uh, Tom sir, this God. isn't really uh, what I'm paid for. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Tom, that's pretty funny <laughs> that you would say a thing like that to me in front of all these people.
0: <laughs> sure would look bad on your review if you refuse now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Boy, those, okay. those quarterly reports are looking pretty dismal, Tom. <laughs> um,
0: so today they have, as I said, 2,250 locations with 65,000 employees and $4 billion in annual revenue. Jesus, pretty good, not bad. Yeah. Um. So you had a comment about the revenue.
1: Oh yeah, I was like, this is my kind of my my shit that I go on now is like, I take the revenue and I divide it among the number of employees because you're like, well, that's just you know, you know, everybody's got equal pay or, or equal yeah. shares, you know, like that's a good start for for like a socialist company of some kind, even if it's not perfect. Otherwise, right? You know, we kind of touched on this I think last episode. And I was like, so four billion divided by sixty five thousand employees is basically, on average, about sixty one thousand five hundred of the revenue. Right. And like even if you factor in operating costs, taxes, et cetera, you know, average net income would probably come out to like forty five, fifty K a person. Not bad. Right. Not bad. But that's only if they have equal shares. But no, in fact, most people who work for Chipotle are scraping by They're probably making
0: like $10, 11 dollars yeah. an hour.
1: Like needlessly.
0: Like the I bet the, the <clears throat> shift supervisor probably makes $11 an hour. Everyone else makes, like, right, right. 9 to 10.
1: And and they probably kill somebody lucky, to get that extra dollar. If they're, like, in this area yeah. where, like, yeah. they have to pay they restaurant to workers pay. a bit more. Exactly, exactly. I'm sure
0: most other places are making minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Midwest
1: making minimum wage, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, we, we know the fucking score here. But, like, when you actually do have to worry about paying something as simple as utilities... Yeah. Like, right now, I'm, like... I'm in charge of the water account at this house and I'm actually putting off paying that bill and I'm going to rack up that fucking fee because I'm not liquid enough right now, right? I'm waiting on my next contract and I don't have it yet and I haven't started, which means I also haven't filled out a timesheet, which means I haven't even begun the pay stub initiation. So it's not going to deposit. Even if I start on Monday, I'm not going to get money for another two weeks. So I've got a couple hundred to live on that's that's not counting my, my rent payment that's already a foregone thing. You know. Yeah. So I'm just like in that situation right now because it's like it's fucking Dece- almost December. So like yeah. everything's up in the that's air. That's the other
0: thing that's good about salary. Like mm-hmm. salary kind of sucks on one hand mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you could be working overtime and not getting extra right, money. Right, exactly. But you also know exactly how much money you're going to make exactly. all the time. Yep. Unless yep. you get fired. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah. I I think on the subject of Chipotle's yeah. pay, if I don't remember I didn't write it down, so I don't remember if this is right 100%, but I, I mm-hmm. strongly remember reading an article about how Steve Ells was like, like the shareholders were like complaining about how much he was paying himself.
1: Oh. It was like a crazy well, amount of they were complaining. The they yeah. Were yeah, at least they were complaining. Yeah,
0: because like they complained and he like was still trying to give himself bigger raises like yeah. immediately.
1: Yeah, because he's so. a fucking foot fungus
0: yeah yeah he really does look like some kind of like fantasy creature
1: (laughs) I've got to see this shit yeah he looks um (laughs) so fucking
0: bizarre Steve L um so yeah, um, um, just divide little... up the revenue equally. Like seriously, it's not even that big
1: a step. Like exactly, like could be oh, a thing. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just found him, guys, and it's uh, alarming. I mean, he's like halfway to being Gollum. Yeah, he's he's a something. He's a something. This is how you cook the burritos. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the revenue. Give it to us. Yeah, basically. Give us the ribs. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he's like.
0: Trixie workers trying to unionize. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at the, I'm looking back though at these, at the like 65,000 employees, $4 billion in revenue. I bet, I, I, I bet 60,000 of those employees at least are making like the $10 an hour or whatever. And, oh, yeah. I'm sure. And then really another like, maybe like few thousand are, are making like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Basically. Yeah. They probably
0: have like, let's see, 2,250. They probably mm-hmm. have
1: like, let's say, like 12 regional
0: managers. Yep. Um they they probably have like 10 board like board members. Right. Um and then probably, <clears throat> you know, a couple hundred people in their like central mm-hmm. offices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so yeah, probably approximately
1: 65,000 employees yeah. are making like $10 an yeah. hour. Yeah, and then you got a few people who are making just millions. Yeah. Um Yeah, a few, like, mid to senior managers making a few hundred thou, you know, just to, like, keep things in place. Yeah. Yep, yep. But, uh, you know, fuck those people. Yeah. Well, it's not all bad
0: because uh, Chipotle um, has a policy of using locally sourced ingredients
1: in free Oh, hey, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. That's progressivism.
0: I mean, it it is unironically, like, good that they're doing that instead of, like,
1: using k Well, that is good. Yeah. Instead of uh, bas-
0: basically, Steve Ells like visited a CAFO, which is, if you don't know, it's a concentrated animal feeding operation. That's mm-hmm, a factory mm-hmm. farm. Yeah. That's the technical word for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So Steve Ells visited a CAFO, and he was uh, horrified by it, as, he as should he be. Should
1: be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, one point in his favor, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. he
0: decided we shouldn't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this is bad. So. Maybe if someone. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe well, that's what okay. happened.
1: Is he used to look youthful and, and happy, and then he saw it, and it turned him. Yeah, <laughs> like like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he just like face melted yeah. into like. <laughs> he's like, oh god! But now he has to like, ex- he has to extract those those billions of dollars or whatever. Yeah. It is. So unfortunately,
0: he's not CEO anymore. But uh, no, conceivably, yeah. if he were CEO, someone could take him to one of their. Workers' apartments, and he would be so horrified by it. Right. Like, oh, I need to pay them at least $15 an hour. Oh Jesus. my God. Jeez. Oh, you know. There's five people living in their house. They don't even right. know each other. They're not even related. Oh, fuck. What the hell? You know,
1: they're not related and they're not having sex. I don't Nobody, even understand don't how this works. They're vacuuming their floor for them. What the fuck? Right. This is, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> they don't have
0: a working dishwasher? What the fuck? Right. right. <laughs> they, have to, they have to take their clothes to a
1: laundromat? <laughs> Holy what, is, what is a laundromat anyway? Yeah. Everyone in this apartment has E. coli. I don't know how this fucking happened. Yeah, yeah. so locally sourced ingredients and free range meat. Yeah, you know, those are good things. Those are good things. Yeah. Um, I mean, so you know, it,
0: it sounds good and it is good. Um, so Forbes says oh, it may sound great in a marketing pitch and may mm-hmm. it even taste better. Now. Don't mention, like, ethics at all. Like, right, of course. Oh, of course. it's actually a more ethical decision to let animals walk around before you kill and eat them than <laughs> right. to just, like, put them in cages. But, right. yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. Uh, Forbes is, you know, their finance thing. <laughs> they're one of the better ones. They're not Wall Street Journal, but they're still
1: a finance <laughs> Yeah, paper. exactly. Yeah, Forbes, uh, you know, every now and then I see something I like. But you know, yeah, Yeah. I think they
0: were one of the few
1: publications that was like,
0: Brazil elects fascist Jair gy- right. gy- gy- yeah. Bolsonaro, yep. and <laughs> instead <laughs> of like Brazil elects pro-business <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> leader oh democratically. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Um, so uh, yeah, but this is a quote. This is it says sounds great in a marketing pitch. And yeah, even test better. Yeah, go ahead and read it. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Okay, so this is again word for word from Forbes. Local sustainable farming sounds great in a marketing pitch and may even taste better, but it absolutely increases the burden on procurement. Ooh. Which is, of course, a fucking business process um, and not labor, necessarily. Um, that just means buying the stuff. It just means, yeah. It's like, oh, my capital. Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> no, I've got to work 45 hours a week instead of 30. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, quote, it also necessarily eschews the productivity gains that come from genetically engineered plants and monoculture industrial farming. Okay. Fuck you, because monoculture is a terrible fucking practice. Yeah, genetical engineer, genetical. Oh Jesus Christ! Now I'm done. And it's not even more productive. It's not. It's literally not more productive. Yeah. Genetic. It's engineering, more productive
0: in the very specific sense
1: of economic productivity, which is dollars out well, divided by capitalism dollars. Capitalism is is what you mean. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So monoculture is is something that uh, is basically. Um, inherited from like European feudal practices, and then they just went, "Oh, well, that means we can count it, so let's make money." Right. But uh, let's put slaves on that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yes, and also of course genetic engineering. Like I am neither pro nor con. I'm not gonna go all anti-vaxxer on that shit, and I'm not. I'm not also. Yeah, I'm not. I just th- anti-genetic engineering, you know? but I am yeah.
0: anti-BT crops. Right. Just Which is a really, I think that's a very easy position to agree with, even if you're one of those like scientism, yeah. like STEM lord nerds, right, right. Um, it's like just because genetic just, engineering could could theoretically be good.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, maybe we could. You what know, if do we this genetically engineer a, a plant that you
0: know can can be harvested like grain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's as nutritious as turnips and it right. tastes like ice cream? Like, you know that. Oh. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I would like that.
1: I, I, I would yeah, like what's the argument against that? You know, and then you're like, oh well, you know, they had to playing uh, God. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, you're messing in matters that you're not supposed to be messing in, and you don't know
1: what the consequences could be. I'm working on my Hank Hill impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> right, and for those of you who are listening who are not uh, familiar with this term, monoculture. Just means one culture, which means like a single crop taking up the entire field, or yeah, or if you drive factory. by a cornfield, that's, yeah, a, that's that's a monoculture, a monoculture or yeah. like where it's only wheat or only soy, that's monoculture. If you drive by a forest, that's a polyculture. Exactly, and so, so a maybe lot not of, I don't
0: know if culture implies that it's human cultivated.
1: Yeah, okay, basically. Um, so oh, if does, it's like, oh,
0: does culture in that context come from cultivate?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also the word, like the root word is cult, of course, and we all know what that means. But uh, yeah, Now we're just fucking around. Someone who worships Elon Musk. <laughs> yes, musco culture. Um, <laughs> but like, so monoculture then means
0: when you worship only Elon Musk instead of a pantheon of billionaires. Right. Right. Okay. Exa- exactly. It makes exactly. Makes And
1: bezo culture. Well, I'm definitely, mono, I'm musco definitely culture a monoculturist. And, except, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, except, uh, I'm a uh, Joe Loes.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a fair position, you know. You're into uh um kleptocratic extractive um I don't fucking know what yeah, else to call the it. The
0: whole the whole grubstakers episode was about yeah. how they they thought it, it could be it could technically be like an elaborate like performance right. of a piece by a right. socialist. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny.
1: <laughs> one one might hope. Um but yeah, so monoculture is like like we said, one culture at a time, but like polyculture is actually a, um a popular um traditional often um you find it in indigenous groups and we know kind of how that generally uh pans out um against them in politics and so forth but like the economics of it too polyculture you're like oh i know because of like literally thousands of years of trial and error uh-huh. and getting it right because we had to live that these plants go well with these plants and they don't deplete the soil when they're growing together right and like this means also that other animals like say pests won't come by because they're not attracted to this and something like that so it's like you're literally creating this diverse culture yeah. of things that you can also consume and use um but that won't destroy your fucking environment because again you know typically this comes from small less uh, obviously pre-industrial societies that figured it out and yeah. often they grow these things um in the forest or on the periphery of the forest because it helps the actual fucking ecosystem and yeah. they can still use it and have usually typically hopefully plenty to eat okay okay but what did the actuaries <clears throat> say about this <laughs> <laughs> i can't stamp that <laughs>
0: but yeah so monoculture Where are the is, metrics <laughs> right right and monoculture really is why, popular that's really why monoculture it's taxable. is taxable because it's less risky
1: it's less risky yeah. and it's taxable it's easier um, to
0: estimate what mm-hmm. you'll get from yep. planting a giant cornfield than from yep. creating like a, an elaborate mm-hmm. forest exactly. ecosystem or yeah. savanna
1: ecosystem mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. produces mm-hmm. a lot of food exactly yeah. and, and because it's um, it's basically predictable in a couple of ways not only quantity wise but also because like you know what you're going to be eating every fucking time right um but that also makes, this is the other thing, monoculture is extremely vulnerable to things like blights yeah. and fungi and other things. Um, and so... Yeah, I can't wait until we have one disease that wipes out all the crops in America. That's <laughs> going to be really awesome. <laughs> going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas a polyculture, you're like, oh shit, like, you know... Half of our sweet potatoes are gone, but we still have, say, beans and maybe corn. I don't know what the fuck. Or a bunch of other things that grow next to it. I don't want to eat beans. Maybe some berries. Come on, man. <laughs> well, that's your problem. Otherwise, <laughs> just it's just kidding. Corn, I corn, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. There's no way I could be a vegetarian and not like beans. <laughs> that's impossible.
1: Um, okay. so And also, monoculture is easier to mass harvest and yeah. mass process because it's one fucking thing in rows. Um, and so, of course, it's a huge uh pet of capitalists plus um, all the, and that's what they put everywhere that they colonize
0: plus all the nerds can think of a billion different things to make from one type of crop right exactly
1: corn exactly. syrup and they just uh, have to focus uh, on polylactic thing at a acid, time. acid and right, all that kind of shit right. yeah yeah and that's not to say again like monoculture is something that capitalists tend to love but they inherited it from feudal systems yeah like so many things uh, such as class structure <laughs> um but like you know, so of course, like we talked about the Kokudaka, which well, a lot is based of it really too was farming. like, um, yeah, a lot of right. it
0: too was was just ancient state systems as well. well exactly, exactly. Yeah, they, we can they get into the force yeah, everyone this, to grow grains. It goes way, yeah. way back. This goes um, deep. We go deep. Monoculture down the goes hole.
1: deep. Yep, but it basically has to do with statism. Um, but in this case, it's really interesting that Forbes is like, "Wow, what about monoculture?" And you're like, "Dude, fuck off!" Like they're trying to do something right with the food, even if they are an evil business. Um, yeah. So speaking
0: of uh, feudalism uh, Chipotle is notorious for having uh, Outbreaks of illnesses Much like uh, the feudal era Yeah Um, Well medieval Yeah, I I really need to get out of the habit of saying feudal Because apparently feudalism was like Actually quite uncommon in the medieval period Mm. So people characterizing it as like The feudal era is like not accurate Okay Sure Yeah um, Um, Very pedantic thing to care about Anyway, uh, right, right. So yeah, so we all know. Uh, anyone who knows about Chipotle knows that there was there was a bunch of disease outbreaks. They had to close a bunch of stores. Yep. They took pork out of it for a while. And, oh yeah, that's right, the pork. Yeah, and uh, that was actually in 2015. It seems mm-hmm. like it was mm-hmm. just yesterday. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was uh, three years ago. Um, so I'm just going to go over all the diseases that they've had there. That's that's a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, diseases. Yeah, I love diseases. Um, so norovirus is a repeated concern at Chipotle. That's the one that comes from your shit. Um, nice. It's usually spread due to a lack of hand washing. Uh, I think babies get it a lot. Yeah. Um,
1: because they're fucking
0: lazy. Yeah, like basically if they if they have diarrhea, uh-huh, so that means uh-huh. they have norovirus. Yeah. Um, because their immune systems are, are just trash. Just trash. Just throw them away. Problem. No, no point in them even having an immune system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a likely cause of the lack of hand-washing uh, from personal experience uh, is inadequate time for bathroom breaks due to mm-hmm. pressure from oh, managers, customers, and coworkers. Yes, I am yeah. saying that I worked in food service and did not wash <laughs> my hands before returning to work. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to worry about it so much, though, because it's not like I was cutting up raw meat like I yeah, would be right. if I were at Chipotle, but right. uh, you know, I was grabbing coffee cups and stuff. So. Yeah. Not the worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, I don't too, feel because... bad for it whatsoever because I did serve only rich people, basically. Yep. I worked in, <laughs> in uh, Del Rey, uh, um, Alexandria, uh-huh. which is uh, w- one of the richest places on earth. Damn. Um, so if anyone got sick, it would have been some smarmy rich asshole yeah. who yeah. had way too much money. Yeah. Um, so I actually took a survey. Yeah. Um, Really? you want to vamp for a second while I open this up. Yeah, I took a hand-washing survey.
1: Hand-washing. Well, so the the funny thing about the fucking hand-washing thing is, like, of course, we both worked in food service. I still do on the weekends. Um, And they always have, because of OSHA, because of everything else, you know, these health inspectors and shit, they always have the signs or, like, the regs in your training. Um, that's like you know 30 seconds to wash in hot water and all this shit yeah. and like I personally am um, I'm not like a germaphobe but I'm a big hand washer so yeah. I usually take the 30 because that's for my fucking sake yeah I've started doing that as well yeah but like it's interesting how yeah these breaks are from you know managers customers etc uh, like uh, pressured to to end quickly and you're like oh I went to the bathroom and they're like oh where were you and you're like well I'm supposed to take half a minute to wash my hands right. and then probably another half a minute to dry them and make sure everything's tidy you know that's that's a yeah, minute here's
0: the thing usually when you when you go into a, a shift at a like a quick service place <clears throat> yep you are going to have you go to the bathroom before you start your shift Yep, you're going to have to go to the Hopefully. bathroom about two to three hours into your shift oh yeah absolutely. and that is also coincidentally yep. when
1: the rush will start exactly so you because it's engineered yeah. to be that way yeah yeah so I mean, I don't know how many times, obviously, you've got, you know, uh, in food service, you go on shift and then suddenly somebody's hopping up and down because they got to piss. Yeah. But they also have to respond to like 20 fucking orders. Right. You know, in whatever capacity they have to do so. Yeah. You know? and, and the ship Whereas is. the so manager's t- lounging in the fucking back. Yeah, you know? the ship is so tight <laughs> that if,
0: if one person leaves, it's hell mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. causes problems exactly. for like basically the rest of the night. Yep. Yep. Or maybe even the week if things go real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I took this hand washing survey. I just gave it out on Twitter and uh, my personal Facebook and the Street Fighters group on mm-hmm, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um. So I all I asked was, have you ever worked in food service? Yes, no. If they answered no, they don't get to continue. Right. Have you ever skipped washing your hands after a bathroom break? Um. Yes, no, maybe. Mm-hmm. If they answer no, then they don't get to continue. So 62% of respondents, uh, ten people. So it's a small sample. Nineteen responses total. Yeah.
1: Um, so So it's not representative but it's interesting yeah so 10
0: out of 19 people Mm -hmm. answered no i've
1: never skipped washing my hands Mm -hmm. after bathroom break they're like Um, me like they can't not
0: yeah um
1: gripped by anxiety and so uh of the remaining
0: 30 something percent 33 or so percent Uh uh um,
1: what was your they gave their reasons (laughs) nice
0: so uh in a rush and not enough time given for bathroom breaks. I'm going to count those as one. It's basically. The yeah, same thing. basically. Um, so that was three of the respondents. So that is, uh, A third. Probably. Yeah. 50% or 50% yeah, yeah, yeah. of the six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, three were, didn't care. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can see that, you yeah. know, if you're making, I mean, if you're making $9 an hour, yeah, and you, you're just like, like people this. are yelling yeah. at you to put yeah. extra meat in their burrito, mm-hmm. like, Oh mm-hmm. no, that's not enough. Extra meat. I want more extra meat. Yeah. Yes. I know it costs extra. Yeah. Yes. I want guacamole. Yes. Right. I know it costs extra. Yeah. Put all this other stuff yeah. in there. Why can't you roll it up? The other person could roll it up. What's yeah. wrong with you? Are you fucking stupid? Right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like, I'm trying to get my fucking burrito. I paid $8 <laughs> for this. Who like, why would you care about it? Exactly. Oh, better make sure that the people who are yelling at me all day have a safe food food experience.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then uh, one answer here. uh, That one's actually from me, and that is that is the logical conclusion of what I was just talking about. Which is, uh, I hope the customers get a disease.
1: <laughs> Wait, you answered your own survey? Yes, I did answer my own survey. <laughs> you yes, an And asshole. I have legitimately thought that I mean, sure, when I was working yeah, food I've service. I mean, sure, but yeah, I've definitely... At, at that bakery. I mean, we know food service. Yes. We know food service. Yeah, yeah like, when I was working at that gonna... bakery, there was a
0: couple days where, like, the rich assholes were just being extra oh, assholy. yeah. And so, yeah. I took a shit, and then I was like, hmm, should I wash my hands? Nope, nah. I hope these people get yep. a disease. That's right. Yeah, so that was the that was the survey. Uh, yeah, I uh, let's see, what have I done? And uh, wh- one other thing about the hand washing thing, I I think one if you give people better bathroom breaks, like you give them an an amount of time. Yeah. For a bathroom break. Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten is, minutes. So they can good. shit and catch up on their Twitter yeah, and all seriously. that stuff. Seriously, give them a little fucking break, um, Jesus. Yeah,
1: smoke a cigarette if they want yeah. to, real quick. Well, we were kind of joking earlier about Taylorism. Um, yeah, Taylorism, which is for again for those of you just who don't even are time familiar. Yeah, Taylorism was basically um, what contemporary to like Fordism and stuff. Where Fordism is kind of this assembly line shit. Um, Taylorism was metrics, uh, metrics. It was all yeah. about like let's measure exactly how long it you know it takes for like a group of dudes to load or unload a truck or something, yeah. or like put together this part and see how fast they can do it without fucking it up, and then that's the standard. Yeah, and they just do metrics off of that. And like, and now everything is like this, um, like just awful. Like second, put people in cages of robot arms. Minutes, and yeah, they right. Have two minutes to pick yeah. a package. You're like, god damn it, you know what the fuck kind of um, world is this? You know, yeah, yeah. And the other thing, because um, nobody used to fucking work like that. Just to clarify that, that's only been around for like a hundred years, hundred fifty yeah. years. Um, yeah, and and another newer thing
0: is, uh, oh, you have to finish your work before you go on your break. Yeah, in medieval, like for medieval peasants, yeah. When lunchtime came, yeah. like noon, yeah. they drop whatever they're yeah. doing, they're even like, if it's, it's going to fuck it up. It's fucking lunchtime. Even yeah. if it's going to fuck it up mm-hmm. and they're going to have to start all over again yep. later, yep. they just drop whatever they're doing. It's because lunchtime. I'm going to have my yeah. fucking lunch. I'm going to eat my lunch. I'm going to yep. nap.
1: Yep. That's uh, that's awesome. And that's oh, exactly, and that's actually um th- that. That's
0: yeah. what they should study. What's the average amount of time that someone wants to take a break for? Yeah. That's the standard. That should be the standard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> If it's three hours, all right. That's exactly. the standard. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Um but the other this thing real quick ha- that I wanted Sorry, to ahead. put in about hand washing is if you put a sink in the in the work area inside of customers, then that will get people to wash their hands because they can go to the bathroom, yep, not wash their hands, yep. go to the hand sink and then they have the sink and then there. wash their hands in front of everyone yep. and then some people are like, Oh, well, he's look how working clean and I do they want are. the guy making yeah. my food to have clean yeah. hands.
1: That is one of the better things about like places like Starbucks, and I think Chipotle has that too. Yeah. Um and uh, you know, Similar kind of like front-facing assembly yes. line kind of kind of food service places is that you have certain things in the uh, assembly area, you know, the work area yeah. where people can see you at all times. Of course, is of course awkward because like typically like the young women and the young gay men get like ogled to death. You know? Yeah. And then... But, but you know, and all this other bullshit that comes along and, like, um, of course people are, like, watching you work and, like, being assholes about that. Like, you were just yeah. sort of demonstrating. There's but then one, they also get to one see... One old the, guy hitting on the youngest right, girl. There. And you're like, God, fucking just yeah. die. Die right now and then that guy die later and then that person should probably just, you know, yeah. mend their ways. But, like... Um, it still, uh, on the other hand, does offer that opportunity for people to see like, oh, they're washing their hands. Yeah. Or it, so it's like the other great that's thing nice is trade off. If you're about to sort
0: head of. back into a rush, mm-hmm. you're getting back on the floor and you're like, oh, God, there's all these fucking people here. Yeah. I gonna have to deal with this for the next however mm-hmm. long. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to take a little bit of time and mentally prepare yourself. Yeah. And just be like, okay, this yeah. water feels nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm relaxed now. Exactly. I, I can get, I can do this. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, jumping into it. Jump, yep. Like, just jumping just in just kind going sucks. right in. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, it does. Especially if someone, like, called you to the front.
1: Yeah, seriously. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, oh, I really need help right yep. now. Yeah, Fuck. And you're like, well, you're like, hey, yeah, give me the 30 seconds. And then, and, like, washing your hands. Yeah, like, scrub in. <laughs> it's a ritual. And so yeah. rituals help, like you said, like, to kind of calm or at least, like, prime yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, when I was working at Caribou, I would I would like scrub in even mm. if I hadn't gone to the bathroom. If I just came from the bathroom. Oh, totally. Unless the only time I wouldn't do it is if I was washing dishes, because it's like, right. all right, that's just too much soap. It's gonna destroy my skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, scrubbing in is nice. It is. It's a good practice. Yeah. You know,
1: doctors got that right. I think. Yeah, yeah. we should have we should have um, little scrub in stations um, at every front door in every house. Yeah. Um, So that when people come, that in, would legit it, be cool. That would kind of be Especially cool. we could
0: make it like nice and decorative.
1: Yeah, right. And just be like, oh, you know, please wash your hands. Come make in, it which, out of stone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd exactly. Be nice. um, we should, let's start that. Let's just do that. Yeah, you know? It could be like our new. That could be our industry. Yeah, yeah. it'll be like taking your shoes off, except not as smelly. <laughs> yeah, goddamn.
0: <laughs> That's the one thing that gets me about it. Like, <clears throat> I do kind of like the idea of ta- everyone taking their shoes off, but also uh, it's going to stink.
1: Yeah, it's going to stink real bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's uh drawback especially so, if
0: your friends work for a living yeah right
1: um which they better yeah <laughs> okay so I mean if they're able right yeah so into, you're
0: right. you're pushing me along so yeah. uh yeah chipotle had at least one outbreak of uh Campylobacter, which is a common foodborne illness in poultry uh it's usually caused by undercooking mm-hmm. and uh, that's made worse by the fact that raw raw ingredients are used at chipotle instead of uh like most fast food places use like partially cooked ingredients and they just like cook it the rest of the way mm-hmm. and that ensures that it's like Safer and also like that they can make your food in like fifteen seconds instead right. of ten minutes. Right.
1: Um, so,
0: yeah, that's Campylobacter.
1: Go old um, Campylobacter.
0: Not really a great way around that, other than just making sure that you cook just, everything okay. long yeah. enough. Yeah. Um. So, e. like, coli, personally, I like a
1: I like a little crisp on my meat. Yeah. You know? Like I like I like a juicy. I obviously. usually get the sofritas yeah because
0: like unless they, it's a steak that they, they serve never to me because
1: them. they just cooked it yeah it you know, obviously you could take it a bit rare you know yeah if it's like assembly line food i'm like crisp that shit up yeah
0: yeah i want that anyway yeah. um so e coli is a probably one of the most famous mm-hmm. food infections mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh chipotle's had several outbreaks of that
1: L- little coli yeah <laughs> yeah little coli um, smash
0: hit <laughs> the uh the most common source of E. coli is raw leafy greens, actually. Mm-hmm. Um I took a food service like a food safety class yeah. uh when we were transitioning to Pete's and that was one of the things that everyone was surprised about. Like, mm. what do you think the most common source of foodborne illness yeah. is and everyone's like, like Oh, it's probably a cooked meat. Right. Like No, like, that's Campylobacter. Nope. <laughs> actually it's uh salad. Yeah.
1: Well it's um, good for me because I i I'm I'm one of those like really picky people with texture problems and stuff within my okay. food. I do not like raw leaves. People always really? freak out in the States because they're like, well, but salad is good for you. And I'm like, I eat other things. Yeah. Like, I get fiber and, and other stuff from other things. You still eat vegetables. I eat broccoli. <laughs> right. Like, I eat my, like, you know, um, what, cruciferous? Is that what broccoli is? Cruciferous yeah. uh, veggies and, like, beans and shit. And, like, I get other food. Yeah. You know, and, like, fruit and good shit like that. I just, the texture and the taste uh, of of raw leaves is not worth it for me to get whatever the fuck is in there. Okay. Right. I like. Um, so I'm not getting E. coli, everybody. I'm yeah. not going to get it. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a Romaine guy. Oh, yeah. But I well, do. Well, Romaine recently had. Um, was that E. coli again, or was that yes. something else? Okay. Yes. Okay. It was E. coli. Yeah. Um,
0: like a really bad one. Um, I should have thrown that really in. Really but... bad E. coli. Yeah. Not that standard stuff. Yeah, not that weak ass E. coli. <laughs> yeah. Um, we want the primo shit. Yeah. Okay. And we'll we're back. Own. We're back with coffee.
1: Coffee. We got some coffee. Do us some good.
0: No cream, no sugar.
1: That's right. Black is my soul. That's nice. Ah, That's good. Good. What kind of coffee is this? This is Seattle's best. Okay. Um, Partly because it's affordable. I actually prefer, obviously, you know, like the really good shit. Yeah. But as we've discussed, I'm broke as a joke. So. Yeah. And Seattle's best is good for the bargain. It's a
0: real shame that uh, Seattle hasn't developed its coffee culture as much as everyone else. (laughs) so that this is really the best they have to offer it's the it's the only you know it's it's, yeah it seems like one of those places where they have a lot of coffee hipsters there but i don't know i guess they don't
1: it's uh they couldn't lie on the package (laughs) (laughs) right right you know you could walk three miles across the city and, and not run into a single barista it's it's a wasteland yeah so speaking of baristas, mm-hmm. the most
0: public outbreak of foodborne illness at Chipotle <laughs> <laughs> was an E. coli outbreak in October 2015. Uh, that's the one that we all know uh, that hospitalized 21 people in 11 states. Uh, so there's a lot of people that were infected, but uh, a lot of them didn't really—they weren't sick enough to have to like go to the hospital. I don't think anyone died. Um, so
1: um, Just a bunch of weak people, you know, they yeah. probably deserved it. Yeah, get some real immune systems. Yeah, God. But well, you probably don't even have a full-time job.
0: Yeah. They probably use hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dorks. Um Oh, uh so uh Chipotle claimed that the source was Australian beef. Um while which that's weird. Why would we why would we import beef
1: from Australia? I mean, they do make a lot of beef, so it could be that the, that was one of their sources for mm. the volume that they were trying to maintain okay you know i don't know just a stock making the elon musk face right now yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) um the cdc though i believe that it came from produce Mm -hmm. uh because that's just where right as we've established comes from leafy
1: greens yeah and so like
0: the way they the way they tried to figure this out was like uh they took all the restaurants where people got infections Mm -hmm. and then uh they figured out what those people ordered all right i think yeah and then they figured out where their supplies came from in the supply chain. Ah. So they um, Chipotle had like a list that it was like it could be this Australian beef, it could be like these onions, it mm-hmm. could be like uh, this uh, these avocados or something like that. Right. And then uh, some case came out and they're like, okay, well that person that store didn't get the, uh-huh. those onions, uh-huh. so it couldn't have been the onions. Mm-hmm. And they said the only thing that all the stores had in common were the
1: Australian beef. Yeah. Or it could have just been that like some girl named Ashlyn wasn't washing her hands for more than, (laughs) you know, 29 seconds. (laughs)
0: Um, what else do I I want to go over the, all the diseases first? I think that's all of them. So the rest of this section is, uh, like what, Mm. what do restaurants actually do to fix this issue? Um, Fire so, everybody! <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way to do it. Um, so the the only thing that I really found that was like definitive information about this was that um, Domino's uh-huh. has salads on the menu, huh. and their strategy for reducing the risk of uh, E. coli and and other foodborne illness is their suppliers package mm. the salads like on site in sealed containers, and More then they plastic, deliver them huh? in the sealed containers to the store, and then the the customer
1: gets it and they they open it up, so right. it's never touched so, by anyone So the else. customer adds the E. coli themselves. Yes, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: let's see. Uh, because of all the outbreaks, um, mm-hmm. oh, there is one more outbreak. Hold on. Uh, in July of this year, uh, there was a Clostridium outbreak that affected around 700 people. So that was the the biggest one by far. Damn. Um, I thought I'd put another one on here because it started in. Uh, Sterling, Virginia.
1: Uh huh. So the Clostridium did.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that easily could have just come from, um, you know, people that work in the defense industry because they're <laughs> probably there are pathogens on, uh, among human kind
1: that cause illnesses. What? Was, uh, people uh, trying pass to do, uh, trying to do diseases a bit. to each other. I was trying to do a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, because DoD is a fucking yeah group of yeah. parasites or something. Yes, yeah. that's that was the um i'll give that two ha's ha, ha. <laughs> maybe too many oh one, here it is, one thumb here it is. Up.
0: okay um there was another outbreak of norovirus in my hometown area sterling virginia uh infecting the disgusting pigs that build the u.s imperial war machine oh, so yeah. Yeah. that's what happened there mad pig disease um, that was that was uh this year um i think in july mm-hmm. surprisingly didn't hear about that but um and I think that was separate from the Clostridium outbreak. They do like to keep things hush-hush. Yeah. Um. I, I still go to Chipotle. I don't give a fuck.
1: Oh, yeah. I Personally, I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's good. It's annoying how much uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. The only thing more annoying is how much it costs. Yeah. I, <laughs> I
0: tend to get sofritas and not lettuce, so I mm. think my risk of foodborne illness is pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, but also if you're in this area, check out El Fresco because uh, it's another Mexican restaurant, similar mm-hmm. prices to Chipotle, but mm-hmm. I think the food is mm-hmm. a lot better. And yeah. it's not the same like, um, like cafeteria line setup. Right, it's right, right. Like an actual menu, and oh, they nice. shit on there. They nice. have uh, like Mexican street style tacos mm-hmm. with just like onions and cilantro and the meat. That's, that's awesome. That's great. That sounds yeah, that sounds fantastic. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh yeah because of all the food uh, illness outbreaks Chipotle reported in 2017 that sales were down by 36 percent and uh, this is a really specific measure of sales where they take the same stores mm-hmm. and they look at one year versus another year in that store ah, so it's just same, in that store like yeah. same store sales were down 36 percent so uh-huh. that's very bad yeah 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 um and Sucks. around 60 percent of its most loyal customer base was like actively
1: avoiding going <laughs> to the restaurant damn so I mean, I remember that I did uh, sort of... I definitely of, stopped for a while. I stopped for a while. Not um, after the
0: pork thing, though. When they did the pork recall, I was like, well, I don't eat pork, so yeah, I don't give a I, fuck. Uh,
1: yeah, I actually... Because I always get um, chicken or steak. And yeah. so I was like, well, I mean, even though I like pork, I would never get pork from Chipotle. So, yeah, exactly. Same same. Well, feel. if you've
0: never gotten the sofritas, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, I tried it. Um, I th- went to the one next to the Starbucks... Okay, I took yep. it over to the Starbucks, started eating, uh-huh. stopped in the middle of eating, went back over there. I was like, I ordered sofritas, right? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, and that's not meat, right? And they're like, no. Huh. It was that good. Wow. I thought it was like I thought I was eating something that I wasn't supposed to be eating. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn. I, I highly recommend it. Um, okay. So, so, the one thing that Chipotle now does uh, to improve food safety is uh, they have a supply chain traceability system. Mm-hmm. where they basically put a barcode on uh, every package of ingredients that will tell them exactly where the ingredients came from mm-hmm. so they can scan that at any time and know, like, oh, this is Australian beef that's going to kill everyone. Yep. Um, or this is uh, Australian beef that's actually fine, mm-hmm. according to the CDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those two things, those are the only two um, possible situations. But mm-hmm. you know. um, One of the biggest issues in ensuring food safety uh, in general... This applies to, like, any restaurant, um, is the time that it takes uh, to, like, test for the presence of pathogens. So um, the only way to, like, really ensure that something is free free of foodborne illness is to test a sample of it. Um, And part of that process involves using a a polymerase chain reaction, PCR reaction, Mm -hmm. which is, like, it's this biological process takes about 24 hours to work Mm. um and it basically like multiplies the dna in a sample of something oh yeah polymerase right right, yeah yeah yeah, so they they basically have to if there's a pathogen in there they have to make sure there's enough of it for them to detect right um and they use then they use like dna testing to see like oh yeah and there's some e coli in here Mm. um so yeah again it takes about 24 hours to enhance the sample Mm -hmm. um and it it usually needs to be done off site, especially like this is especially bad. <laughs> they enough. just
1: they just do it right in the, the uh <laughs> the hot bar right in yeah. front of everybody. Well in like twenty four hours we'll all know if we're dead. <laughs> for like really large
0: farms, like the big like the big KFOs uh-huh. it's much easier for them to justify having a, like a DNA testing thing well, yeah. on site. Yeah, that makes sense. But if it's like a bunch of smaller farms then obviously they're not gonna do that just imagining, so to like send oh it oh my to a God. lab.
1: Just imagining like the fucking you know it's like a one, the- a one acre field. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and a-, then a giant building with <laughs> like guys in lab coats. <laughs> right. Just a bunch of fucking, you know, like piglets sitting around, you know, and being like, oh, I, I heard that uh, Jeff okay, tested ambience. positive." <laughs> yeah. I'm just giving ambiance here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, I heard I heard Jeff tested positive, you know. Uh, you should probably get yourself checked, you know." And, and well, I I'm pretty sure we're all fucked because they don't separate us physically, we're always stuck together. <laughs> Although of course in you know, in Chipotle's case they don't use the KFOs. So <laughs> I like doing ambiance, it's fun. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then uh so even if testing is done like perfectly, mm-hmm. it only works about fifteen percent of the time. Damn. So
1: it really is like, you know, testing for S T D S. Yeah. Damn.
0: I think that's approximately the same odds as Russian roulette.
1: Basically. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. One of 11% is yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like nearly, or maybe it's, no, it's slightly it's 13, better. 13 yeah. or something. I don't know. Uh, a, Whatever. Uh, Who cares? Uh, yeah.
0: Actually, no. <laughs> Fuck you. Shut up. This is a good bit. <laughs> doing, doing math on a podcast is a good bit. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so Russian roulette one out of six, uh-huh. right? Yep. So 0.16. Oh, yeah. So yes, yeah. it is approximately the same odds as Russian roulette. So, yeah. Um, Except the opposite, because there's it's, five bullets in the chamber. Mm. So, see. <laughs> what would you call that? <laughs>
1: um, Napoleon, <Russian> <laughs> Napoleonic roulette in <laughs> Russia? I don't know. Fuck.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh uh, um, um, Vietnamese Mahjong. <laughs> uh, that's what I'd call it. Yeah. Um, there's an interesting uh, Twitter thread. I'll link it in the show description so you don't have to look through the show notes. Um, and I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but they basically, um, it was someone, Sarah Tabor, hmm. Sarah Tabor, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who, I don't know who it is. Some person. Uh, oh, you know what? I just started following actually, that person. The other actually, day. it's a woman. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah.
1: in fact. Well, as you really started following them? Literally yesterday. Oh, okay. They posted a bunch of interesting shit. Yeah. So, so I just um, was like, well, all right, I'm following this person. You know? Yeah.
0: She was linking foodborne illness to immigration crackdowns mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. um, Part of the problem is like the longer food sits yep uh, the more likely it is to get foodborne illness right so when there's immigration crackdowns they have all this produce that doesn't get harvested because they don't uh. have enough workers to harvest uh. it so the unharvested food gets harvested later right. sent to the restaurant Good. and it's more likely to have mm-hmm. uh, foodborne illness
1: fascinating. In it yeah fascinating that is a very good connection to make so in fact this um at least in the parameters that this uh, is derived from the economic system that we are you know using where immigrants are cheap labor and all this bullshit Uh right um this actually turns on its head the usual uh fascist mythology um of immigrants causing pestilence. Yes. In fact, they prevent it by being timely and good hard workers and exactly. of course there's that's also the liberal argument, but like we don't have to get into that.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know if you know this fun fact, but uh that that myth, the uh immigrant uh pestilence thing. Yep. Uh that is where uh gas chambers were first created was this is according to the dollop. Um sure. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um on Mexican border crossings. They created gas chambers where they, that they pumped full of Zyklon B to gas
1: immigrants to rid them of disease. But Germany doesn't have a border with Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Interesting. So about that? Um, so they gassed immigrants to with, like... With Zyklon B. With Zyklon B. Yes. To make sure that they didn't have postulants. Yes. Uh, did they survive?
0: Yes, they did.
1: Well then, I mean, it? it wasn't good for them. Okay, I think maybe some was it like died, a light dusting, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't, wasn't like, like six
0: million of them died, you know. Well, not at once. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, but it's yes, started. and there were people that were crossing the border like, you know, multiple times a day, every day, because they like lived in Mexico and worked across the border. Jesus Christ! So they were getting, so sprayed, getting sprayed every all single time. day. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, I think the only stuff that we have left is the... The boring shit. Okay. So, let's do the 2018 changes first. Oh, yeah. Um, So, Steve Ells has been the CEO since, what was it, 1983 or whatever that they started? Uh Uh-huh. He stepped down this year um, because he's a weirdo and he's not doing too good. (laughs) Sales are down and he doesn't like when people wash their hands. Right. He... You know, go personally goes into every restaurant and tells people that just washed their hands to go back in the bathroom and shit on their hands again (laughs) and rub it all over Steve everyone, rub it all over their face and then put their face in the meat uh, (laughs) and then make people's tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which that's that's no good for business. He's he's he's
1: got an unconventional management (laughs) style, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um,
0: So they replaced him with uh, former Taco Bell CEO uh, Brian Nickel. Uh, so, so the one we all know, you know, yeah. not good old Brian, not one of the many anonymous Taco Bell
1: CEOs that we don't care about, but the famous right. one, Brian yeah, the, Nickel, the big one, yeah. Um, now, did Brian consider this a step up or a step down from Taco Bell? I'm curious. I mean, it seems like it'd be a step up, right? Yeah, I think so. I. I, I know, know there's a lot, a lot of Taco of, Bell stands out there who are like, man, Taco Bell's all I yeah. eat. you know. And I know a lot of these guys I'm love sorry.
0: going into a business that's not doing well and turning it around. They call right. turnaround CEOs. That's what they call it. Yeah. They have a name for it. Yeah. Um, they love doing that shit because they think it, they're they're like Superman.
1: Right. They're like, I just did this, and it's I'm all Superman, but with a right. pen. Right. right. Instead just imagining, of imagining, every time I think about instead of
0: saving people, I fire everyone. And <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> get, get money for oh shareholders.
1: I'm just thinking about like every time. I read about like a CEO who you know is lauded as some kind of success or some kind of you know like a turnaround CEO like this. Yeah. I I think about them at some fucking like cocktail party or whatever else some gala or whatever they're at telling somebody how they fucking saved the business and like when in reality they just laid off like 5,000 people. Yeah. Or, like, someone's like, or the something. Wall, the guy's like leaning, right, right, you know, on the and wall. She's like, wow, and like talking where he's great. like, that's
0: Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Chipotle, <laughs>
1: save their business, exactly. Just, just this like, year. intense eye contact, yeah. <laughs> and then she sees like his, like, um, secret lizard eyelids, you like, like blink once, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, right. And <laughs> she's like, Oh, fuck, you know, um, <laughs> one would hope that goes no further, <laughs> <laughs> um. So
0: uh, Steve Els, one of the things about him is he's he's a traditionalist. He you know he was a sous chef. He worked in a kitchen. Mm. Um, that's one thing I will give him. He he did do a real job.
1: Yeah, for a little bit. He knows how to stuff the beans into
0: the shell. Working in a kitchen is a real job. That is true. So it is work. Um, it can be good work. So but it, but he was a very like traditionalist guy about it. He wanted it to be. He wanted uh, Chipotle to be like a real restaurant, like the the kind of thing that like a chef thinks a real restaurant is where they use like real cooking techniques right. and it's like art right. and you know, they pour sweat into it. They, they, mm-hmm. you know, they care before they the sweat about into the result. The, they want the it to taste bin, good. They want they want to see the look on people's faces sweat. when they eat their food. That's, yeah, that's right. their
1: ethos. And he's like standing there behind the cash register jerking off <laughs> as people eat. Into the, yeah, yeah, into the sofritas right? <laughs> that's where the E. coli comes from. Steve
0: <laughs> L's, is the that's dude. why they taste so good. <laughs> the special sauce, <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, unlike Steve, the traditionalist, uh, Brian, the Taco Bell CEO, he's just a pure business guy. Mm-hmm. Um, business, yeah. So, he's he's implementing changes that uh, Steve Long pushed back on. The most notable being a drive through window, mm. so Steve L's like. Numerous times uh the shareholder suggested, mm-hmm. like you should put a drive through in the Chipotle, and he's like he said no. No repeatedly. No. We will not debase ourselves <laughs> right. to the level of McDonald's and Burger King.
1: <laughs> now, to be fair, I can't imagine a Chipotle burrito being especially edible while you drive that's true yeah burrito bowl Maybe. burrito bowl may well but, but then you're like, like, like wrangling it anyway like, yeah that's also
0: like the eating cereal yeah, episode yeah. of always sunny <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: but like <laughs> burgers are basically designed because they're a sandwich let's be honest mm-hmm. and sandwiches were invented by the earl of sandwich to be held in one hand while he played cards that's literally why that it was invented because I he's like well that. i want to eat meat but it's going to be greasy and How juicy do you play cards with one hand uh, well, this guy wants to double fist, and he's a fucking lazy ass aristocrat.
0: He must have a one-handed card game to play,
1: right? Like maybe a bridge or something. Maybe there's a know. maybe there's a card game called sandwich. Yeah, one-handed sandwich. <laughs> Let's figure it yeah. out. But yeah, so the you got whole your, idea is you five to card hold it draw. You got your Texas yeah. Hold'em, yeah.
0: your one hand sandwich, one hand sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> House rules. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, uh, so that's the whole idea is that like you have two pieces of bread. To hold the meat and anything else you want with the meat, so basically he created a like um, a, a type of meal that was a bracket of another type of meal. Yeah, right. Like anything that he could put on his plate, you know, sliced meat and pieces of whatever he wanted to be able to hold it and eat it, at, you know, while he played. And so he put bread around it, and that was his method. And that became the sandwich. And now we have burgers, which are you know a particular special kind of sandwich.
0: Um, Here's my problem with that. If you have food on a plate, you can
1: use a fork one-handed. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But it's also um, possible that like... Did they just eat with their hands back then or something? Yeah. Basically. I mean, you they know, didn't use utensils? I think they, they, they ate with like knives, forks. So you look at a
0: fork. Because a lot of places I know still hand-eating is like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I know uh, Laos people, they'll eat with their hands.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like lots of people eat with their hands. Yeah. It's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Um, and one might even chopsticks say is just eating with
0: your hands, but polite. <laughs> exactly right, cleaner and, and yeah. daintier, you know. Um. Okay, so let's just finish up the yeah, uh, sure, sure. Brian. Nickel Back to actually, actually. yeah. Uh, um, so they're also adding some uh, Taco Bell like items, uh, like tostadas and quesadillas. So mm-hmm, they've always had mm-hmm. quesadillas, but now it's like actually on the menu, and they mm-hmm. have like equipment to make it. Well, yeah. Um, they're also following the Panera model of mm-hmm. online ordering with a pickup shelf. Mm-hmm. So if you've never been to Panera. People on the internet love shitting on Panera. I don't, I mean, <laughs> it's not great, but right. I enjoy eating a Mediterranean vegetable sandwich. Yeah, I think it's I, good. Personally, I, I like their, their broccoli cheddar soup.
1: Yeah, I like a couple things from Panera. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, the coffee's not half bad for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Know, um, speaking of
0: coffee. I think it's weird to hang out there and that's for sure. But uh, basically you go, you, you order it online and you give them your name and you just walk in the store and look on this shelf and it has like a bag with your name on it and uh-huh. you just take it and leave no need to interact with a person at any point oh
1: thank god yeah i hate people yeah that's what i that's especially workers after
0: (laughs) after a a hard five days of sitting in my basement talking to no one else (laughs) and just uh typing on a computer and not leaving my house except to walk my dog i love going somewhere outside and not talking to anyone else
1: yeah that's the best that rocks to me yeah Uh, (laughs) Um, Welcome to the tech sector in the Northwest. (laughs) Um, So Nickel's also targeting new
0: uh, what they call day parts. Uh, It's sort of a self-explanatory term, but uh, I I didn't know exactly what it was. It's basically a business term from broadcasting that uh, divides the day into different sections. Uh So instead of like hours, it's like, you know, daytime and like prime time and uh, late night and all that Uh stuff. So they're, they're applying that to restaurants. So there's a smaller restaurant chains that were using this um, kind of framework to mm. increase revenue by mm. uh, running like a fast casual operation during the day uh, mm. when people are just mm-hmm. trying to get lunch and go back to work. Yeah. And a full service uh, dining service at, at night when people are off work and they're trying to relax. Right. Um, right. And then they they also put like happy hours and like yeah. late night drinks and shit like that. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so that's what they're going to try and do with Chipotle. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, that's just what the article said. Well, so. we'll see, won't we? One of the biggest uh, day parts that restaurants have targeted uh, in the last bunch of years is breakfast. Mm-hmm. So uh, breakfast has grown to 24% of all fast food visits uh, with most of the growth happening since the 2008 recession. Mm-hmm. So I think part of that is probably people are working more hours. I was and just going to say it's because people breakfast. are working more
1: and they are hungry as fuck Yeah, and on the move. But I think that's also there was American. just not that many yeah. g- options for like yeah. good breakfast.
0: Before it yeah, was like McDonald's, true. and that that's it
1: yeah. And then they realized, like, oh shit, like we could compete, blah blah blah, or like, get like ask, ask
0: anyone, like, what's a good place to get breakfast outside the house? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think you're gonna get any answer besides McDonald's, yeah, yeah. That's just it's like, McDonald's well, breakfast, breakfast you know? McDonald's. yeah.
1: Now get it's some like, hot uh, cakes, some... get some hash browns, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten a hot cake. No, no, no.
1: I, I, I've had their hash browns. I don't
0: know their- why that seems like it'd be gross, even though it's like, well, pancakes are just batter yeah, right. <laughs> that are cooked on a stove and then <laughs> drench it with sugar, but somehow it seems like McDonald's would fuck that up.
1: <laughs> Hot cake just gives me so many like weird mental images. It's just not a good name. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Hot cake. It's called it pancakes. Yeah. You're like, well, I mean, like, I get that there's cold cake which is like normal cake. But yeah. <laughs> Hot cake. Um,
0: okay, so the last section is uh, <clears throat> Chipotle has tried to apply
1: its model mm-hmm. of fast, cheap, quality food uh-huh. to
0: other types of cuisine. Mm-hmm.
1: What could go wrong? <laughs> um, yeah, because every kind of food operates the same as a burrito. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to start on this one? Sure, yeah. So apparently they started this Shop House Southeast Asian Kitchen uh, back in 2011 but after about seven years it closed so i guess recently yes yeah uh it wasn't really the sort of bland sugary food like you find at pf chang's which is definitely a lot sweeter than i like um or panda express which is like meh so fucking bland it's just like yeah have you have you like
0: they have like uh just the vegetables there like you can you can buy just the like prepared vegetables uh-huh. and it's literally just like crinkle cut carrots it doesn't yeah and like it's like i could do green this onions. i could literally go to the fucking grocery actually, store. actually i don't even think they this. use green onions there jesus it's like it is the most americanized asian food yeah, yeah far above really any is. chinese restaurant and far above because i i don't consider panda express to be a chinese restaurant no none of these these please um, pf chang's are, is is pretty bad but like yeah, not nothing even comes close to panda express yeah, and how like yeah. bland and white it is yeah <laughs> it's crazy
1: yeah it's 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 not the best
0: um Please go somewhere else if if you go to Panda Express currently. Yeah, right. Please go anywhere else. Go, go you will experience anywhere. much better food yeah. unless
1: you like have a like some kind of problem where you can't right. eat. Like you would you would literally be better yeah. off going to like uh your grocery store to the frozen food section and finding one of those like stir fry bags yeah go to h mart yeah get just, oh pre- yeah go to fucking h mart to prep or something food yeah. at h mart Absolutely. that shit is good yeah. actually some asian market
0: um yeah get stuff with msg yeah. msg is not yeah. bad for you by um, the way
1: unless you get a migraine from it which is apparently a thing that happens
0: it's not though it's like uh-huh. um it's like sulfite allergies it's not real
1: ah uh, well okay we just found I mean, this out recently splitting hairs, uh, but...
0: my uh uh-huh. my mom claims To have a sulfite allergy, so oh. she can only drink like certain kinds of wine, oh, okay. which aren't it's not sulfite free wine. It's I can just only drink certain, certain it's like kinds prosecco. of wine, but <laughs> she, she can drink Prosecco. So, like, <laughs> Diane good. was looking up sulfite free wines recently because mm-hmm. she was like going to get wine to bring me to Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, then she found this article that was like yeah, sulf- that sulfite allergy thing. Like, if you, there are people that have sulfite allergies. They go into anaphylactic shock.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So gotcha. if you think
0: you have a sulfite allergy because like you get a headache else. after you drink wine, yeah. what's happening is you're getting hungover.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I, I don't drink uh, champagne or white wine because they fuck me up like like headache wise. Yeah. But, um, but red wine, I could drink red wine literally red, all day. Red wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I drink sake. It's my favorite,
0: which is technically not wine, actually,
1: but yeah, it's technically rice wine. It's technically beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So let's see. Um, I just as soon as I sorry, as soon as I read that they tried to do a Southeast Asian place, I was like, what the fuck did they try? Like, yeah. because, uh, yeah, but apparently well, they would just could, put it, it all in. a good. bowl. There's, there's things you could do that could be good. Well, sure. I mean, look, I can tell you how to do those things. Like, <laughs> like, okay, let's <laughs> like, say,
0: uh, you got like, like, a a noodle soup base. Sure. Uh, like yeah. a, a fried rice base. Yeah. And then I don't know. Those, those two are probably adequate to start. And then you yeah. say like, oh, yeah. I want, uh, pork, uh, mm-hmm. or like pork belly. Right. I want bean sprouts. Right. right. I want uh, green onions. Yeah. They could do that kind of thing.
1: Oh, totally. So there's, there's this place, um, there's this uh, chain, I guess, here in D.C. that I haven't seen elsewhere. Maybe just, I don't know where this chain is based out of. Uh-huh. Um, called like BB Bop or something. Beep which Bop. Is, yeah, yeah. Which is like this, I mean, that's just a Korean dish. Well, no, I know. But yeah. like they call it, like it's okay. like called like BB Bop or BB Bop. And they basically do the like the Chipotle. Bebe bop. bop. Yeah. beep Bop, boo boo bop. bop and it's just like a chipotle style like sort of americanized korean thing where they yeah. they oh white rice or purple rice you got like your bean sprouts you got your like purple rice it's actually it's good it's fucking good but yeah it was like that's actually pretty good but it's only because like
0: apparently I know. the problem with shop house was yeah. that um like the food was decent was just, oh really but they just threw it all in one it was like burrito bowls everything was a burrito <sighs> bowl they just okay. threw it all together yeah. So well, all the flavors could, got muddled together. Yeah. It's just like confusing like, and you not can good.
1: Do yeah, exactly. You can do that if you know how to fucking combine things. Yeah. But like, if you especially if you're like not working with the like like good combinations to start. Yeah. You know, and you're not like restricting kind of like how that goes. Like yeah. You, you just if you're a restaurateur,
0: do what I said. Yeah. Have like like three like, different like commit bases. to some genres. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're gonna get fried rice yeah. or noodles or right. noodle soup. Right and then like, and like they just pick what meat and like what vegetables like maybe maybe recommend some things exactly yeah. yeah i think that would work part of the issue that's kind, kind of to what to, chinese restaurants yeah. are
1: already yeah part of the issue i think in this case cuz i never went to this place but based on what you're saying is, like southeast asia has uh, like many places but 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 distinctly so has an incredible diversity of Food types, oh yeah, of spices, of flavors, and of things that you can combine, um, and things that you probably shouldn't combine, right, right, or things that you can eat that side by of side, about yeah. That. yeah, things you can eat side by side in the same session, but shouldn't be part of the same dish, yeah, right, yeah, um, like
0: oh yeah, there's, uh, I want like tom yeah. and and uh, and
1: like some like curry. Yeah, Ooh, and like <laughs> and some f- fucking wontons, on some that. fucking low yeah, vegetable ramen. Right. Lo like, what the fuck are you <laughs> thinking? You know, like, and since people don't necessarily know what they're looking at, um, then they're gonna get some weird, weird flavors out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the okay, so there's that uh, that closed recently. Um, the this company also tried to start a burger place called Tasty Made, as in tastily crafted, not Tasty Made, as in delicious version sacrifice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Like, just imagine being like, likely, let's go to Tasty oh. Made. You're like, what the fuck did you just say? Like,
0: <laughs> I'm going to get me a Tasty Made. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, right. Jump off your long ship with an axe, you know? Um, it sucked, apparently, and people complained about the quality, apparently, and yeah. it closed after two years, which is not a good run, folks, Yeah. Um, and they blamed Lancaster, Ohio for not liking it. <laughs> yeah. Was this the only place that they, that they base it yes. out of? Like, okay, okay. Yeah. It well, opened in Lancaster, Ohio, look, and they're if, like, if,
0: well, the problem was Lancaster, Ohio. I, I was going
1: to say, you know, if, if Buckeyes <laughs> don't like your shit, then you're not doing too well. Yeah,
0: Ohio is the test market yeah. of America. Like, if so. they
1: don't like what they're eating... Like, they don't have very it's high not good, standards. folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is, like, the <laughs> one of the traditional industrial zones of the U.S. So, like, <laughs> if they can't handle it, then you're shit. Yeah. Um, okay, what is this? Pizzeria Locale? Yeah, I forgot to capitalize. Local. Uh, okay, yeah. I was like, what? Okay, it's a partnership that Chipotle is part of, and it's the only surviving restaurant outside of Chipotle itself, and yeah. it's a pizza place. Is it just, like, Domino's That's or something? It. That's it. yeah. It's wow. Just, it's a pizza place. So they just have a pizza place. Yes. That's yeah, like, and they didn't start it, they just boring. like went they invested in it. That's so you it. can't like go through so um kind of like what is it called? Hand pizza here, where they have the like assembly line style. Uh
0: yeah, it's not that. It's not like that. Um so let's do okay. let's do this first because I well, no, let's let's do this because this is this is a kind of sad story, so I don't want to. Oh on yeah. That. Um, you do this, I'm getting more coffee. Okay. Will you get me some? If yeah. there's any left. Yeah, I got it. If not, yeah. that's fine. Um so Soul Daddy. Uh, is a restaurant that uh, spun off of Chipotle, sort of. Um, So there's basically like a reality show, cooking competition type of thing called uh, America's Next Great Restaurant. Um, So the winner of that was a a guy who made soul food. I'm trying to find his name. I don't think I have it in here. Uh, Oh, oh, Jamon Woods. Uh, Yeah. So uh, he's a guy from Detroit, just a regular dude, uh, factory uh-huh. worker. Uh, he uh, He's a forklift operator at the Chrysler factory. Uh-huh. And uh, so he went on this America's Next Great Restaurant show. He has uh, this concept called Soul Daddy. It's just soul food, uh, stuff that he'd been working on for years. So he already had like his vision in place and brought it to the show. And everyone liked it, uh-huh. uh, except... Uh, The normal thing started happening where you have investors involved where they started telling him to make all these changes because they (sighs) thought it would make it it. less risky. or Fucking executive meddling, man. Always. Fuck that shit. Always. Fuck that. Um, So they initially, this is also really fucking stupid. Yeah. So after he won the show, they opened three locations. Uh Why?
1: (laughs) Why? It's like you could have done one and done well with it. Yes. Yeah.
0: So uh, two of them <laughs> shut down after two weeks Jesus. so that the chef could focus on getting one up and running. Yeah, no, sh- no shit. Um, and uh, yeah, and again, investors pushed the guy, Jamon, to change the menu from uh, chicken and waffles uh-huh. type of stuff uh-huh. to healthy soul food, which people don't like because soul food isn't healthy. Yeah. It's not supposed to be healthy. It's It's, it's supposed food. to be good. Yeah,
1: yeah. And plus, chicken and waffles is huge now yeah like that's a huge hipster thing that's like a like a fun local food kind of thing yeah so this then they're was just like oh let's like let's like what they probably wanted to just do some fucking granola shit and this with was it. back
0: in like 2013 before yeah. that was like really big right so he so really like, could have
1: that could have been ro- ridden the wave fucking amazing yeah
0: um and uh yeah and it was also just poorly managed probably the, the, you know they probably didn't put their best people on it or whatever they're just yeah you know uh so, uh, assholes. also the locations were very bad and hard to find. Uh, oh, Jesus, I read an article about it and, uh, it was like in this area that was mm. like, uh, it's like a big area for restaurants, yeah. yeah. but he wasn't on like the main strip. It was like, like, like off back, the... back and behind all this stuff and uh, like upstairs. Jesus. So like, he didn't even think he was like going to the it's right like they place. fucking He's hit like, it. Yeah. Yeah. So just <clears> really set up to fail. Really, really set up to fail. Wow. So the last location was closed by a holding company after being open by, uh, for only five weeks. So it wasn't Fuck. even Jamon that closed it. It was like they decided, oh, well, uh-huh. the bean counter said that this isn't doing too well. Right, so, right. Uh, we got to close it down.
1: Kind of like when uh, the U.S. Uh, gave up on denazification because it was expensive and boring, <laughs> which literally happened. <laughs> yeah. They're like, all right, nobody's Nazis anymore. Let's go. Yeah.
0: Um, the Sorry article much. on this also has a great own on Els on Steve <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh <laughs> Quote. It doesn't help that Els is as unintelligent as a human can be. On screen, he has no personality. He's as dull as dry toast. <laughs> so I think my description of Cillian Murphy of his life force was drained by an evil spirit is pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. um So I went. I went to see if there were any updates about Jaman. Um, uh-huh. I found a know? GoFundMe he started in 2014 uh, to get a
1: Soul Daddy food truck okay. up and running. This... Uh, so yeah, if he sees it's like he kind of. Figured like okay, like these fuckers. This was his dream. Yeah, this I was mean, it his. Sounds dream. like it. Like these guys about it. You like know?
0: he's working in the Chrysler factory and he's like dreaming of being a chef at a restaurant which is and like a serving great people's dream, food. Honestly. It's the the thing I was talking about. Yeah. Like seeing the people yeah. smile while they're eating his food. That's yeah. what he wanted. Yeah, which is that's a. I think that's a good dream to have. Yeah, you know? it's a great. Dream. It's a pu- It's a very yeah. pure thing to want. It I is.
1: Think. It, it is, and um, I think that a lot more people should be able to do that. Yeah, because it's a fundamental part of like. Communal if that's why people life. are going into business, yeah. I would not
0: have nearly as much of a problem as I do.
1: Absolutely, with it, right?
0: Where like you know, you got Zuckerberg who went into business because he wanted to like fuck girls. I was just gonna say like <laughs> the creepy creep fucking business yeah. model. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this guy has a very pure motivation for wanting to start a business, uh-huh. and so he he stood, set up this GoFundMe uh, to get a food truck. Uh-huh. He's only asking for two thousand dollars, but he still only got sixteen hundred dollars for it. Well, I hope he fucking made it um or so apparently um he oh yeah one of the other things okay this isn't stuffed away in the comments uh-huh. so again he's from detroit um F- chrysler factory worker mm-hmm. so uh when they were gonna open these three restaurants he like w- he went all in on it he yeah. bought a house so in like, lakeville this is gonna Michigan, work yeah and uh probably thought he's gonna have a whole new life and uh, they just, you know, immediately just, just said, it fuck right it, away. who cares? Yeah.
1: Who's Jesus. Like, they, they don't care about this they, guy yeah, at all. They don't fucking care at all. Um, and, like, my little comment was, like, this is why I love it when people defend rich investors as these all-knowing, responsible people. Oh, yeah. And, like, no, they fuck things up constantly. They're exactly as fallible as the rest of us. And you find, you know, you find these little, like, tidbits all the time about how they're, like, they're paranoid or they're lazy or they're superstitious or they're, like, obviously many of them are, like, racist, sexist assholes. But, like, even beyond that, just, like, basic personality, like, quibbles and flaws and shit, they are all like that. And, of course, they are often moral monsters. Yeah. And they have exorbitant power. Yeah. The reason they make
0: money is not because they're, like, smart geniuses who know what to invest in. It's because, like... First of all, there's like a survivorship bias.
1: Absolutely. So the ones that don't make
0: money, you just don't hear about. Exactly. Um, But also like if you just have a, if you have a billion dollars and you put it into a bunch of low risk investments, Mm -hmm. you will guaranteed make money because the whole
1: system is set up that way. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 So that sucks. Fuck those guys.
0: Yeah, so Soul Daddy didn't work out. Look into um, Jamon Woods, you know, I, I maybe think, he's out there. I think he's still doing I think he's doing catering out of his house. Okay, that's cool. So he's still you know, doing so he's, Soul Daddy. This guy's got um, fucking
1: grit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. He deserves but he, a hand he up. He is
0: he is currently working at the yeah. Chrysler factory still. Jesus. So it's not it's not his whole thing. Fucking hell, man. Um yeah, so that really sucks. Um I really hate that. Yeah. Um, oh, pissed. here's here's the thing about uh, oh, El yeah. paying himself. So yeah. he and his co CEO. Uh-huh. This sounds like that sounds like something from Step Brothers. Like co CEOs. <laughs>
1: right. <Yeah>, we're co CEOs <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. right, right. Uh,
0: so they gave themselves three hundred million out of the annual revenue by the by the early two thousand ten. So this is Jesus, before mid recession too. Yeah, current yeah. numbers. Uh, so like six to fifteen percent of the total revenue Ugh. they were making, they were paying themselves. Christ, that sucks. <laughs> um, and they they still want they wanted more than that. So um, also in March of 2017, um, Steve Ells went to a restaurant and he screamed at his server for pouring his wine with
1: the label facing the wrong way. Jesus. It's like he wanted to make sure that there wasn't like a cartoon skull and crossbones on it or something. <laughs> yeah. Like because he just knew at that point how fucking horrible he was. Is this French wine or is this just something with three X's <laughs> on the label? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> god oh my god um, yeah uh, so should just beat him to death in an alley so i think this is something you wrote here that's just kidding <laughs> i clones. didn't just advertise violence that's that's a bad idea yeah so so chipotle is interesting because there's like of course there's these um like competitors that do similar shit and we've kind of gone over a couple of other you know food service um like you know contenders that have a similar kind of like assembly line model or you know cafeteria line model so i like i listed a couple we all know Qdoba. And I just put meh underneath that. Yeah, I've never been there. I've been there. That's actually where I first started getting this stuff. Okay. Before I knew about Chipotle, because in Michigan, where I used to be, Qdoba went there first. Okay. And then Chipotle penetrated. uh, And then Chipotle. Sounds sexy. Sounds sexy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's. Uh, it's not though. Um <laughs> my girlfriend does that shit all the time. Oh, <laughs> <She> sounds sexy. <laughs> That's between you and her and God. Um and the Holy Ghost. Uh but yeah, Qdoba was there first, but like I appreciate that they like tried the same thing, but they just do not taste the same. Right. Like once it's you've had good. Chipotle, you're yeah. like the 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 salsas are better, the cheese yeah. is better yeah so i think spices are very good exactly so i think again that kind of goes back to like chipotle might be run by a bunch of fucking lizard people just like everything else but they do seem to focus on having good ingredients yeah and that you can taste um that reminds me one
0: other thing i will put in the show description mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is a chipotle salsa clone recipe that i have that is extremely good see i would i would go in for that Yeah, yeah yeah uh i had some friends over and one of them like yeah uh was like, oh, I'm not really a big salsa person. Right. And I was like, oh, just just try just, a little bit, yeah. you know, just Why try not? a bite. Yeah.
1: And he tried. He's like, yeah, that's Delicious. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that because like I like making, um, like I, it's very easy to make salsa. Yeah. I like hot, flavorful food. Yeah. Um, like spicy, flavorful food. Um, and so much of of what's out there in the states is just not quite what I'm looking for. So even Chipotle, is good, but like the salsa is never quite hot enough. You know. Yeah. So I asked him like, uh, give me the hot. You know, red salsa and give me extra, yeah. right? Oh, I should bring and some they still don't put that much, much on it. It's not that... Do you like oh, kimchi? That's yeah. yeah, fine. Okay. I mean, I'll yeah. bring I'm, you I'm like, less into like pickly food, so it's it like. like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, uh, even when I go to like Asian restaurants and I'm like, look, I, I assure you, I grew up in Southeast Asia. I could fucking handle it. Please yeah. give me what you would cook for yourself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Half the time they take me seriously because they're like, well, you know, fuck him if he doesn't like it. Yeah. Like, and, and we can laugh... And then they see that I can handle it, and they and they're like, "Oh, okay, fine." Yeah. But then half the time they're like, "No way, this guy is, is for real." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <you're> right. <laughs> and so you know they give me the the standard stuff. You know the the hot for white people. And I'm hey,
0: like, why? You like the food? <laughs> yeah, right. And you're like, damn it. You know, like I mean, it's good. It's flavorful. It's just not
1: what I was hoping for. It's, um. Anyway, so actually, I, I I just saw this hilarious YouTube video last night of. Uh, I've never heard of this before, but it's a, it's this show called hot ones on YouTube uh-huh. where this guy basically sits down with celebrities and they go through a round of like, um, spicy chicken wings okay. in order of spiciness from like these different kinds of hot sauces. Uh-huh. And so the first one is like spicy ish, but like not amazing um and then the the last one is like the kind of like industrially hot level pepper spray in a right candy. basically yeah. and uh he had bill burr on there oh nice and bill burr oh, made bill it burr. like yeah exactly he like made it all the way through and he was like fucking dying but he was actually <laughs> toughing it out and it was like, it was a good episode so look up hot ones with bill burr okay it's, it's a lot of fun i'll check that out yeah and it's just half hour um but i was like really curious about some of the hot sauces on there you know because like, of course it's very like a lot of it i would expect is very like tex mex style yeah. you know north american style hot sauce um one looked like it would like it was from like modeled off of indian spice and i was curious about that too um anyway so check that out so moving on um illegal Pete's is local to denver i only f- found out about it um that is such a funny name to it's, me it's it's so f- funny and sort of um racist probably but like i'm pretty sure that was kind of food let's find out (laughs) yeah right (laughs) um so in seattle i had a roommate who who was from denver and she's like oh chipotle is good but you haven't had illegal pizza and i was like what the fuck is that that sounds racist as fuck (laughs) you know and she's like it totally is but it's not the intent like okay fine So it's basically. Which
0: doesn't sound like a name you would traditionally associate with an illegal immigrant or something. Right. It's
1: illegal Peter Murphy, the (laughs) Irish immigrant who makes burritos. Yeah.
0: It's just like Uh, uh, Mick Murphy's. Murphy the Mick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, (laughs) Fat Wops food. (laughs) Yeah, right. Illegal Pyotr Kropotkin, Um, who makes Russian inspired, you know, beet burritos. Um, Yeah. So. It's basically a local Chipotle. I don't know which came first. I have no idea. Um, but it, Denverites rave about this place. Um, it's got several locations across the city, and each location has this small kind of no-frills bar that does serve micro-brews and macros, you know, like, like fucking PBR and shit, on uh-huh. tap, um, as well as having, like, a full stock of liquor and everything. So, like, it's uh, cornered the drunk burrito yeah. crowd, which is almost everybody in Denver. Uh, they do tend to have a lot uh, – it's kind of got a slightly divey atmosphere without being, like, totally disgusting or anything. It's still very clean and everything. Um, and they tend to have a ton of, like, local band stickers, snow sports stickers, you know, like ski bums and shit um, plastered all over their their bar, their fucking uh, sneeze guard, you know, <laughs> the fucking walls, you know. So it's real casual, um, and it has this, again, fun divey feel, very chill, very personal um, versus Chipotle's kind of semi-industrial Aztec chic steel cutout thing that they do. I hate their. That's aesthetic. the part it's of awful. Chipotle I like the least. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like what well, I I don't the care. hammered metal. Yeah, it's like, bad. Eh, you know,
0: corrugated it, metal doesn't doesn't look good. To yeah,
1: me. yeah. So so illegal it's Pizza like has a like very, a very like homey early twentieth century style. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's uh, the food itself is basically what you would expect at Chipotle, but it's kind of their own spin. Um, on that, it's like the exact same setup, right, for the food, but uh, the 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 rice, I want to say, I think it has like s- s- cilantro in it or something, uh-huh. so it's a little bit nicer if you are into that. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not crazy about cilantro, but it's fine. Um, their salsas and quesos are actually better than Chipotle overall, but not that much better. Like, yeah. not so much that I'm like, oh, I. But their booze is better. But their booze is there. It just so reminded it's me of good. a
0: story from uh, a guy that worked at the Starbucks <laughs> uh-huh. next to the Chipotle. Yeah, uh, this guy Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he. I think he actually owns his own coffee shop right now. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, there was there was a time when he was he went to Chipotle and they serve beer at Chipotle. But Virginia has like really stupid alcohol laws, mm-hmm. so you're not allowed to bring the beer outside. Technically, according to the laws, usually yeah. people don't really care that much as long yeah. as you're like on like can be considered on premises or whatever, um, mm-hmm. then they'll mm-hmm. let you go out. But so he got a uh, he got a beer with his Chipotle while mm-hmm. he was on his break or whatever. Yeah, and uh, he was about to go outside with it. And they're like, yep. they're like, "Sir, you can't take that outside." Uh-huh. He's like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and They're like, "Yeah." He's like, oh, "But I just bought this here. Like, why yeah. can't I just eat it at the eat restaurant at the, outside?" Yeah. yeah. They're like, "Sorry, you can't do that. You can like you can either eat it inside or you can drink it right here." And He's like, "Fine, I'll drink it right here." He <laughs> chugs the whole thing right in front of him and then like slams it on the counter. Damn. <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> that's awesome pretty funny to me yeah yeah the um so there was an illegal pizza right by campus um university of denver um and that was like everybody's hangout of course because it's like basically around the same price as chipotle for roughly the same um, amount of food yeah um a, a somewhat distinct you know uh salsas and whatnot and, of course, there's there's beer, there's mixed drinks, there whatever the fuck else you want. Um, and so people would go there to study, to not study, to hang out, to not hang out, yeah. you know. Um, and it was open. It's open, I think, later. I think it's open till like, two or three. Uh-huh. Um, so you could just, like, show up after you've been out and be like, I want a fucking burrito. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and drunkenly eat an entire burrito. Yeah, and to a bunch it's of only f- up into like, nine. Ships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they got the edge on that um so overall it's a better place but it's not extremely different in terms of the food quality um but denverites love it and i would go for the better, better atmosphere <laughs> exactly i go i went i basically ended up going for the atmosphere yeah. and for the booze um and also they they would have like the, the location by the university anyway i don't know about the others they have like so. The... This is where it
0: would be good for Chipotle to add a drive-through window. Exactly, the right?
1: They'd be like, hmm, you know, we could maybe pull some of that going away. Into the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. People that could eat also... in
0: Chipotle are kind of sad-looking. Usually. <laughs> usually, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but like, the illegal Pete's by campus had an outdoor patio, okay. so you could see, and, and the bar faced both ways. Nice. So you basically could, um, if you were lucky enough to get ahead of the crowd, go get your fucking burrito inside, walk. Back outside into the patio and order a beer or whatever out nice. there and just chill outside with a burrito and a bunch of beer for as long as you want. Obviously, that's fun. yeah, it was great. Anyway, um, so that's that. Um, but uh, you know, Denverites love Denver, so they love illegal peeps. They think it's like the best thing in the world. I think it's good, you know. But moving on, you guys also did Chipotle though, so there is that. It's yeah. it's a bit of a local rivalry. It may be Chicago national, the, but like it the started big corpo. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> Um yeah the next one is Cava Have you been uh-huh. to that
1: one? Uh I I walked into one once. Um but I didn't stick around. I was kind of in a hurry and I, I don't like, know oh. many
0: of the locations. The only one I've yeah. been
1: to is the one in Gainesville. Okay. Which is like I think there's one downtown unless I'm thinking of something else.
0: I don't I don't know. Uh I think there is cuz I think mm-hmm. um Diane went to mm-hmm. one downtown. I feel like there's one downtown. On a field trip or something when yeah. she was on a field trip with her kids and then yeah. and then uh, found out they opened one in Gainesville. Okay. Um and by the way, the place that this one is in in Gainesville is like, I think it's one of the worst places on earth. It's like <laughs> the logical conclusion of the suburban strip mall uh-huh. to like to the most ridiculous possible degree. Yeah. It's like um, like the town center setup. It's uh-huh. like just, just this huge, huge, massive commercial center, just acres and acres of oversized versions of the stores that you see everywhere in the country. Like anything you can think of, Target, uh-huh. um, fucking Starbucks, Panera, all the like all of the generic places that are everywhere in the country, they make versions of them. They're they're twice the normal size, mm-hmm. and then they just put them all in one place, and they just have parking like all around the edge, and then you're you just you're supposed to just walk around and like shop and eat for Jeez. hours and hours. It's like Jeez a mall without doors. Wow, and like ten times the size of, of a normal mall. Um, Jeez, so great. that's where this Kava Kavametsa place is, and and it's actually good. I like it. It's it's basically Chipotle for Greek food. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there's there's a couple different bases that you can mm-hmm. get, um, and you you know you pick what stuff you want in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I've only eaten there once, but it, I enjoyed what I got. It was very good, <laughs> and um, it seems like it's very healthy as well. Cause oh yeah, it's Greek food, so. right? Yeah. Um,
1: also very easy to get vegetarian food. So oh right, yeah, that helps. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, so if you haven't been there, I would recommend it
1: yeah i should i should honestly go actually try it sometime because it sounds good every time i've passed it yeah unless it's like again an entirely different restaurant <laughs> um it looks good you know yeah um <clears throat> um
0: there's also one i didn't put down here i because uh, i just remembered it just mm-hmm. now um there, it, it opened up near my parents house i don't know if it was a chain or if if they were trying to make it a chain uh-huh. but it was a uh, chipotle for italian food basically Okay. So it's like pastas. So like Italian burritos. <laughs> yeah. Like a pasta burrito. <laughs> Take like a lasagna noodle, <laughs> like, yeah, make it into a new burrito. Giant that can ravioli. Actually be good, but... <laughs> giant ravioli. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was very good. Uh, so oh. wouldn't recommend that one. Uh, that's too bad. I mean, pasta is so fucking easy to make. Like, yeah. That just, is yeah, that is the imagine. go-to for me when I'm at home. If, mm-hmm. if I'm like, oh, I didn't buy any groceries and. I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. I'll just throw some pasta in the water and yeah. <laughs> throw some sauce on it and put in whatever whatever thing that I can put in the sausage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, earlier this week, I made pasta that was literally just like pasta and like vodka sauce and peas. <laughs> like frozen <laughs> nice. peas that I microwaved. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, like you work with what you got. Yeah. Well, you have I, energy for. I, I was
0: craving like pasta with Alfredo sauce and peas because ah. that would actually be good. But right. I just,
1: I it was tomato sauce. So it's yeah. like... <laughs> this
0: is an abomination, but I'm
1: going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Last, last but not least, is uh, our old friend Subway. Yeah, Subway, which is uh, obviously invented to compete with Chipotle, um, and did not precede it by like decades. Not
0: doing, not doing too good against Chipotle, I don't think. Well, it's probably because many Chipotle locations. isn't associated
1: with pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're making a lot of money right now. It's like, um, <laughs> if you had to choose between E. Coli and pedophilia it's uh it's a tough one it is a tough one one. yeah yeah um
0: what does make the decision easier for me is the uh undercover business tyrant street fight episode they (laughs) did with chipotle or with subway (laughs) one of the most incompetent people i've ever seen oh my god incredible um i mean all of them are but like Mm -hmm. this guy in particular was just bad and I, i if i remember correctly he was one of the ones that was very cheap too, because uh-huh, uh-huh. they had uh, the the CEO of Skyzone who's like our age uh-huh. or even younger. Yeah, he was giving away like thirty thousand dollars to each person. Jesus. Um, and the if I remember correctly, the subway guy was like, "I'll give you five hundred dollars for a charity." Fuck. That. <laughs> Something like that. Fucking hell.
1: Some like ridiculously low number. Just bad. Um. Fucking yeah. Chump subway change. sucks. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll, I would take five hundred right now, but like Jesus. <laughs> shit
0: the guy was like they had like this huge line at the door and they're like all right make him a make him an italian sandwich and the guy's like <laughs> putting on the bread oh. putting on the pickles Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> just useless useless just, person yeah. um
1: so is that all we got i think you know that comes up to just about the end of it yeah i mean um I yeah <laughs> ah, whatever this
0: is it. that's it <laughs> but, all right <laughs> we're done thanks for listening guys yeah uh ch- twitter neighbor Sci pod yep uh handle of rye solidarity underscore Goth. yep that's uh us. instagram facebook neighbor science uh patreon give us rating on itunes etc yep. send us coins uh the website is uh, post uh, no, not post scarcity magazine. That's a reflex. Uh, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> the website is <laughs> NeighborsciencePodcast.com. dot com. So go there. Uh, we have uh, lots of tags on all our episodes, mm-hmm. so you can find mm-hmm. any topic you're looking for. Um, we haven't done an anime episode in a long time. No, nope. but if you're looking for some anime episodes, we we got a few on there. Yeah, search the anime tag. Anime, anime tag. Uh, bye. Bye. what a weird ending yeah